Welcome to Volume 3 of Episode 225. I am Charles McFall. You can find me at Rock Out of Pod across social media. Phil Keating's here tonight. How you doing, Phil? I'm actually in a good mood. I started this week out really shitty, but, uh, you know, I'm happy because these beers are good. Good, I'm man. Stuck here. Paul, how are you doing tonight? Um, doing all right. All right, fair enough, fair enough. And uh, Scotty Mo, uh, we know you're still chilling by the the pool, popping so, popping some white sorry, claw. I had to had to have a, a bikini babe shotgun a white claw into my mouth, but now I'm back. <laughs> Let's go, baby. I think that was a banshee. If she's having white claws, man, you better you better watch yourself um, and get tested. Uh, <laughs> So, all right, uh, this one's going to be mine. This is what I want to bring across. So, I'm, I'm watching HBO on my Roku TV the other night. And before we started watching Perry Mason, which I'm really digging that series, uh, there, there was, it starts, you know, how they have the slider across the app, You are right? a thousand years old. <laughs> Not Sorry. that Perry Mason. Say, the new Perry, Perry Mason. Mason? No. Like I, don't give a fu- I don't give a fuck that they rebooted it. You you are bragging about watching Barry fucking you shut Mason. The fuck he up, he man. says it's HBO, but it's all CBS All Access. You are literally the goddamn crypt keeper. Uh, Charles is like, y'all ever heard of the People's Court? I've been fucking watching this all day. Yes. Judge Wapner. Um, you know what? Fuck you. And when they reboot Matlock, I'm all over that too, bitch. You know? Anyway. <laughs> heard of this show gun smoke <laughs> <laughs> it's where you shotgun weed anyway uh, All right, no, so, hold on, I'm back in. <laughs> uh, so all right all right so <laughs> uh anyway they start on on the uh, a show they want to promote right and there's a slider and i happen to see some words off to the side i don't know why i went in the first slide but i told my wife I'm like go back so she goes forward course then we go back to it it's like no 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 and it says hbo go will not be available on this device after july 31st i'm like wait what and i did some googling as you will and if we get to the tiktok part we'll get to that after this but this is from variety which is one of my trusted sources to go to when they report on these things so we know hbo max came out a month-ish ago right give or take mm-hmm. and of course they've been pushing it they hbo Technically, there's three apps now, HBO Now, HBO Go, and HBO Max. And they're sunsetting HBO Go. However... Surprising no one. Right, yep. right, right, right. Yeah. However, HBO Max, and also in this article, the Peacock, which is the new NBC streaming service, is not on Amazon Fire TV or the Roku service at all because they are deadlocked in talks. And so I really wanted to talk about not so much the headline of that, because I, as I'm reading the article, I went in going, man, give me what I want. I like Roku. I have Roku TVs. But then I'm, I'm looking at their side going, okay, we're back to a duopoly, right? Not a monopoly, but the two major streaming services, providers, conglomerates, if you will, is Amazon and Roku. So they are the gatekeepers of this industry. And I wanted to ask anybody, does a, does a war like this, does a gatekeeper system like this benefit the consumer at all because you know it depends on who you talk to about hbo saying they're they're having outrageous demands but you talk to roku and, and amazon they're like no we're just asking for standard stuff they ask of everybody but as of right now i might be able to watch hbo now 
on my on my Roku for a little bit while they're still in talks, but I might actually lose this. And this is the first time I've seen this happen in digital streaming, like it does in cable and satellite. Well, I, I think it actually has to come down, and this is shitty, but you have to have multiple different devices plugged into HDMI ports to get exactly what you want. Yeah. I want to watch Twitch on my Roku. I can't because it's owned by Amazon. So that's why on that main TV, I've got my Roku as my main box, but I also have my PlayStation hooked in. So when I do want to not be in my fucking hot office to watch Twitch, I can just pull it up on, on the PS4. And, uh, you know, it's it's a pain in the ass. It is. And don't get me wrong. It is sure, a pain sure, in sure. the ass. And I wish they could centralize this shit, but I don't think it's ever going to happen now that everybody has a streaming service. Okay, now that Nicole's yeah. gone, let's talk about our bachelor party plans for Paul. Uh, no, that was in the, that's the chat for the podcast. Uh, no, yeah, I didn't even think about checking my PlayStation, but I mean, Paul, you you love soapboxes about industry and this and that and other. I mean, I see both sides of it. I see that Roku has been around one of the longest, con- uh, not conglomerate, but when you put stuff together that's not yours, aggregator, if you will, I guess of yeah. channels. Okay, yeah, an aggregator, we'll call yeah. that an aggregator channels. Uh, they've been around forever. Amazon got in the game. They really took off, and they're challenging Roku, but they haven't taken over their market share. HBO kicked the door open on their own with their own app from the get-go. I mean, you could get it through cable carriers and satellite TV, but they brought their own app. They didn't go through anybody else like Hulu or, or you know, Roku now has a conglomeration. Yahoo TV, or not Yahoo uh youtube tv i can see both sides of it though it sucks I, I guess what i would say is it sounds like you are frustrated to the max that you can't go home oh fuck you paul <laughs> <laughs> and, and watch uh hbo yeah. yeah i don't know man like this is this is more of the same out of cbs right like it, it just it's so confusing their messaging sucks and they're they're not communicating their plans and not being on a not being on roku is gonna hurt them more than it's gonna help them there's so yeah, many and people it was who have fire, roku. Yeah. any of it like yeah. a, any of the the, the prominent you know chromecast fire roku there are millions of people who have these devices and rely on them to connect to their streaming services and if you're not on them you're missing out yeah just just not being on that splash page with all the others being like hey look at us we're right here subscribe sorry go ahead scotty i I mean with I mean, it was so bad with Peacock, and it makes me mad because I was very excited for Peacock because they did, um, I, I think NBC did another streaming service a couple of years they back. They did, yep. I can't remember, what, what was it called? It was just called NBC. Oh, yeah, it was just NBC. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking of something completely oh, okay. different, um, I, which I'm actually looking up right now as well while I'm trying to talk. Um, CISO. CISO is what I was thinking of. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that was NBC. And that had shit like Harmon Quest. It had the My Brother and My Brother and Me uh, TV yep. show. It had all kinds of very creative things. And I think Peacock was going to do more of the same because I think 
um, one of my favorite podcasts, The Adventure Zone, was getting optioned for a cartoon on Peacock. And so I was excited. I was really happy for it to come out. And then today, Peacock was not trending. Roku was trending. Yeah. Because everyone was so mad that it wasn't available on Roku at that point. Mm -hmm. And I think it, everyone had the exact same sentiment, which is this platform is going to die because it's not going to be immediately available on Roku. And I know there's a, I know there's business behind it. I'm not going to pretend to know what that business is. And I think it'd be fun for us to all be very happy people. And we get to have all the shit we want on Roku. We get to have all the shit we have on our Amazon fire stick. And I understand that. I mean, talking about a kid who went through the console wars, I know that Mario ain't going to be available on the PlayStation four. So like, that's kind of what master chief might be yeah so that's like the sad thing that we have to deal with right now is just let the business handle itself i mean but uh, if you look at something like quibi that's what killed quibi more than anything else is the fact that you could not stream it to anything no the yeah. thing that killed quibi was quibi <laughs> but yeah for, for that reason <laughs> But you're right. I mean, talking about console wars is the most perfect way to 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 put this into a nice little bundle. Um, it's exactly what the consoles went through. But also, like Peacock, you're 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 way you're way too late. Yeah. If CBS All Access, the grandpa channel of <laughs> CBS, can get to market before you, like I need something more than just flock to Peacock. You need to come up with something a little bit better than that. Yeah. But also, like. Uh, why why are you trying now why i i don't understand it i don't understand i i do understand it because there's money involved and and you can get extra revenue for 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 your station but you're literally coming in at the end of uh, uh, streaming wars and you're trying yeah, to get yeah. your foot in the door and it's too fucking late well, you got to think of how much money they could generate. You got to think that they were looking at Netflix and seeing people literally making memes and a resurgence of The Office, Parks and Rec, uh, even Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is on Hulu now. You got to see the resurgence in that popularity and realize, oh, we're not getting as much of that pie yeah. as we should. And so now, start, I understand it from a monetary standpoint, but you're right. They waited way too long. Yeah. And, like and I'm minute, sorry. The minute they realized The Office was a big deal because of streaming and because of people uh, essentially binging the whole series in a weekend is the minute they should have said, okay, put a bud, put a, nip this in the bud, let's start our own thing. And that was in 2010. Well, right? here's the thing. NBC had an NBC.com app out there all they had to do was pivot a little bit and say oh you binge watch the crap out of seinfeld or out of friends check out this comedy that we have only on ours because obviously contracts had been signed with netflix for those of those i love but five thousand year old charles being like y'all know them sitcoms seinfeld <laughs> friends that's y'all heard were of trending this on Frasier, netflix again this millennial bastard <laughs> Yeah, let's maybe say the C word. Yes. Yeah, salad and scrambled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? As soon as they saw the popularity rising out of these old dead series. Rise up. Oh, God. But, but, also, but what, what is what is Peacock bringing? Right? With, with CBS uh, All Access, you have Star Trek. 
You have mm-hmm. Picard. You have uh, the 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 Twilight Zone. What is Peacock bringing to the table that you can only get uh, on the cock? A thirty, because, ra- listen, a 30 rock special. Which great, yeah. I'll catch it on fucking YouTube in like a week after uh, after it comes out. But like they they're bringing to, to me somebody who doesn't know and doesn't subscribe to any of this bullshit. I don't know what they're bringing to the table. Yeah. And they need to have something to bring to the table for me, somebody who doesn't care to actually be like, oh, okay, no, that makes sense, right? I don't watch Star Trek, but at least I know the only way to get new Star Trek is through CBS All Access. Yeah. Yeah. And then Disney Plus. I mean, you got to think about that. That that's how you do a fucking rollout is, oh, you like Star Wars Mandalorian. Oh, you like the Marvel shit. We're working on uh, the new Captain America and the or Captain America and the Winter Soldier. We're working on WandaVision. We've got so much shit coming. Just subscribe and wait. Mm-hmm. And like the first day it came out, you had an hours of content there that you could only get on Disney Plus for seven dollars yeah for nothing yeah exactly and then they work deals with different companies to get it for free or discounted i mean my first year of disney plus is free because of verizon but you know mm-hmm. this is warner media who who owns hbo and has launched this and of course uh nbcu owns the peacock and all that stuff and right now i'm going to read right from variety it's uh, one media company exec says roku and amazon are asking for egregious terms on the other side of it, Insider says that are simply looking for a reasonable share. But as that companies like Warner Media and NBC are coming to the table with an old TV mindset, and I could see mm-hmm. that. And on the surface, uh, according to this article, so when I say we, I don't mean me personally. I'm just quoting the we in the article. On the surface, we know that Roku takes a standard twenty percent of of whatever of the cuts of ad revenue. But they also, but then it dove into it. They also ask for a guaranteed ad buy that features your app in their store they they reserve like 25 to 30 percent of your ads for their shows like roku can advertise on your shows you know put their own ad inserts in those kind of things so i don't know there's a lot more to it and when hbo is going well we we were game of thrones we are the next i mean you know they are they're the next big thing they've got that big uh, cthulhu show coming out this summer that looks amazing uh, by Jordan Peele. And uh, I think it's J.J. Abrams, wasn't it? Something yeah, like it's that. Tuesdays yeah. with uh, Cthulhu. It's a Tuesdays mashup of Cthulhu. Tuesdays with <laughs> Cthulhu. It's going to be wonderful. Oh, it's Cthulhu's court. Uh, <laughs> Charles is in. Yeah. But no, I, I, anyway. I want to point out real quick. Sen Raven um, in chat says the Olympics. They were supposed to launch with the Olympics, but, you know, Rona. So that happened. So yeah. no, that that would make sense, you know, to to have an all access view of any fucking event that you want at the Olympics. But if they lost that and they knew they were losing that very early on, yeah, 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 you, you push your fucking launch date until you have something to bring to the table, other than just we're we're NBC, come come well, check us out. And here's the other problem, Phil. Peacock is free. It is not a subscription service, to my knowledge. At least that's what they had advertised originally. I don't, they may have changed it, whereas obviously Maybe. HBO is. So now I'm just even more confused. Yeah. Excellent! Breaking the Panel is made possible by you and other listeners just as awesome as you are. If you want to support the show and get a little something in return, just go to patreon.com slash breakingthepanel because we do appreciate the help. 
at first I was like, I was trying to think, because obviously with the Rona, you couldn't make something new. So I was like, what does Universal or NBC have in their back catalog? And I went, oh, Harry Potter. I have not. And then I realized, oh, wait, HBO Max. It's on HBO Max, unfortunately. (laughs) But like, could you imagine? Because like Harry Potter, I don't remember seeing on Netflix or Hulu or any of that big things. If Because with Disney Plus, yes, you had Mandalorian and all that. But also the big deal was there are Disney movies that are in the vault that we are bringing out for the first time for you to watch here. There's shit that has never been streamed before on something like Netflix or Hulu that you could see here. If they had done that with Harry Potter... Oh, would have brought so many fucking people in, but no, they yeah. they they literally have nothing. <laughs> what about what? It, uh, it, 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 well, no, it would have brought them in, but just in enough to watch those 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 films and then and then boot out again. You know, yeah. at least at least with 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 you know the way that Disney Plus and all the other streaming services is. You know, yes, we've had these things, but also we're creating exclusive content behind the paywall, which we're not even having a paywall for you to stay engaged with our app. And I, yeah. I don't see that anything is being promoted to come and grab the cock. I don't get it. Yeah. Um, um, and, and Sin Raven uh, told me, or just says in chat that uh, the Peacock has tiers like Hulu. So there's a free version, which Hulu doesn't even have anymore. Right. But the free version, and then there's commercial light commercials and commercial free, whatever. I don't know what the costs are. That makes more sense. Uh, but here's what did change my mind. Cause I'm like, I mean, I did what any human does. Urgh, give me what I want where I want it. I, I Even if I were to subscribe to HBO Max, it won't change anything. It's the fact that I'm about, for the first time in digital history, digital streaming history, we're about to get an app blackout, which has happened right when we heard about you know, Comcast having issues with channels and, and Dish Network having issues in Fox sports when it was fox sports was like oh make sure you call your provider and demand it because they couldn't come to a uh uh, an agreement i think they will because clotchy said it best or or scotty one of you two said for both of you whatever it was chris wisdom chris wisdom called in and said that um if you're not these are the two biggest platforms in digital streaming if your app is not there what's going to happen i mean they're they're both uh claim to have i saw the number a minute ago like 40 million subscribers each because there's a lot of cross subscription between fire stick amazon fire and and uh the roku yeah. uh but you know and that's a lot that's a huge base to lose i mean if you call it 40 million total that's still a huge base to lose on an app blackout but what gets me is is what they said here and this is what made me go oh i can see the other side of it is you got two major players in the game who have scooped up a whole lot of of share and now they're being gatekeepers if theoretically so so here's the big takeaway and this applies to anything like this if you have a subscription service where you're setting up this walled garden you need to remove every possible barrier of entry outside of that subscription possible yeah so you need to be on every platform you can be on you need to be on every device because if you're not People are going to have a hard, if people have to figure out how to get your service, there are so many people who will try for five minutes at the most. And then they're just like, fuck it. Yeah. I mean, like we, we as podcasters know that we know, like, don't just be on Google podcasts. Don't just be on iTunes, be on literally everything. I mean, Mm -hmm. when you got be on Twitch, be on YouTube, go everywhere you can or else you're gonna fall prey. I will also say, I'm sorry. 
uh, Peacock does have some originals. Uh, oh, yeah? <laughs> and no, they, hit, hit me, hit me. They include uh, Alden Ehrenrich from Solo, A Star Wars Story, and Demi Moore starring in an update of the classic Aldous Huxley novel, Brave New World. I don't even know what word <laughs> Fuck you it, use That's there. the first one. <laughs> that's what we got. Uh, David Schwimmer. So they were like, okay, let's get some friends people in. Headlining Intelligence, a comedy about a brash U.S. intelligence agent and a quirky British commuter, computer analyst. And we saw how well it works when you take the lead of one of those famous sitcoms and put, mm. some, put them in a U.S. military film, right, Space Force? Uh, and then, <laughs> the, then the only one that really intrigues me is Psych 2, Lassie Come Home, oh, yeah, the second movie. Yep. Psych film. Yep. Uh, and then in a few months, 80s and 90s kids can look forward to Punky Brewster and Saved by the Bell reboot. <laughs> no! Okay. no, no. Hold on. Cool. <laughs> Do you know how much Saved by the Bell's going to suck being rebooted? <laughs> 13 like, Reasons Why. That's number 13 right there. Punky how, how are they gonna get are they gonna get saved from the rona by the bell like that's no it's ooh. saved by the taco bell which oh, is, uh, i'll watch that one though open yeah, late it's, it's everybody's got diarrhea and uh, <laughs> dysentery <laughs> you've died of dysentery no no, no. Um, it's a group of five friends real drunk at the end of the night and they're like oh i'm gonna have such a bad hangover Bong, Taco Bell shows up. And Fourth It's like it's like uh. Duff Man. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, I'm Bell Man. So so it, I, I I believe that they'll come to some kind of solution, if not by July 31st. Because they've already come to a partial one. I don't know what the agreement was with Amazon because I was focused on the Roku because that's what I have. Uh, but I'll be able to possibly use uh, HBO Now, which was the standalone, as opposed to the sign-in with your cable provider, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I can always log in. I can always log in on my laptop and watch there. I have the availability to watch it, but I want to watch it on my TV where I'm accustomed to and so on and so forth. But Shifting, why would you watch yeah. any of that when you Not have that literally, HBO? But but why would you? Because all the classic unsolved mysteries are now on Hulu. So like, why are you spending your time no, watching dude, bullshit? They made new ones on Netflix. Well, I know they did, but literally, it's you have to watch them in order. It's it's oh, a, it's a, <laughs> yeah. a storyline goes all the way through. What uh, what streaming service has Antiques Roadshow? Because we know that's where Charles is going. Um, fuck you guys. So let's talk about something. Yeah, you Charles, know, I also you, like that show, so don't let's, worry. Let's, I do like it. Uh, but let's let's uh, <laughs> let's talk about something you millennials can relate to. TikTok What's is that? looking at getting banned uh, in the U.S. Um, and now I want to bring it from a creator standpoint. I put some gaming videos up there of, of my gameplay and stuff, but I follow people and I, I found it. I've, I've said it for a couple months now that, that there's good creators, there's good comedians, there's good storytellers. There's a lot of good people on there. And what I saw was interesting. It was like, Oh, you kids, you don't even know because Donald Trump and the secretary of state, Mike Pompeo have publicly said the government is looking at potentially banning this, this app because it is a Chinese owned company that owns tiktok and runs it and there's been rumors and people have, have stated that oh it takes all this information sends it right to china and i mean our military has banned their people from using it 
Uh, Wells Fargo last week ordered its employees to remove the app from company phones, citing concerns over privacy. Uh, Amazon's done the same thing. And even though TikTok denies allegations, says the data is in the U.S., blah, 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 blah. But as a creator, I've seen some good creators panic over this. Yeah. And go, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving TikTok right now. Follow me over at YouTube. And this sounds like, right, you got to learn how to ride the storm out. But as a creator, you should never be locked into one platform. It sounds like, Scotty, you've already kind of looked at some of this stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, like some of my best friends are like massive on TikTok. Uh, no big deal. I don't <laughs> I don't watch Name it dropper. to myself. Uh, but like uh, with me, with me being like a, a grumpy old millennial, I'm like, whatever, TikTok sucks. There is a bit of, by the way, I've downloaded Peacock, not a fucking thing on this app. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, I, part of me almost thinks and n not to be a conspiracy theorist, but I'm going to say our president has a bit of an ego problem. And a couple a couple of weeks ago, before this whole TikTok thing happened, a lot of teens on TikTok. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're promoting this idea because like Trump's rallies are free. You just have to say I'm going and that gives them a head count. And so a couple of months, like weeks ago, there was a Trump rally where so many people on TikTok had signed up to go and just didn't show up. So Trump was like, there's yeah. going to be so many people yeah. here. And I feel like Trump is like, take the app down. <laughs> this allowed them to do this to me. Uh, yeah, that that was the thing that absolutely happened, um, and actually, I kind of laughed at it. Uh, well, I, I I think that it also comes on the heels of Mixer shutting down, and people losing the their platform, yeah. you know, with with no notice. Yeah. Oh yeah, what uh, I, one of my best friends is was very big on Mixer, and then. <laughs> She had to go to Twitch at the last minute and like that blew her mind that, that was happening. Yeah. But but also like I mean, where do you draw the line? Right? There's a lot of companies oh, in America that have either very large investments or are owned by Chinese companies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, mm -hmm. how do you cherry pick? Now, look, we don't speak about politics here on 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 breaking the panel even though that uh, oh god i want to so bad but you're right scotty you're right i mean this is just like i don't understand things ban it i'm not uh, gonna lie i'd love our president so much more if he had this voice of an angry <laughs> southern mayor in the 1800s um uh yeah, but like, yeah. look, look, Riot Games, Riot fucking Games is mostly owned by a Chinese company. Are we going to get rid of fucking Riot Games because they're mm. owned by a Chinese company, Maybe. not because of how terrible the inside of Riot Games is? Like fucking uh, Motorola, Motorola, mostly a Chinese company, you know? So part so of it is AMC dying. Yes. Yeah. But the corpse of IMC that is still around has a lot of money coming in from Chinese investors. And you can't yep. separate that. But this article does say specifically this is different than Huawei, which made chips and things that could have backdoors. And I don't know governmentally where you draw the line. As a creator, you can never draw the line. You can never trust that we're on Twitch right now 
for and I don't foresee this, but nobody foresaw mix. Well, okay, some people foresaw mix are kind of going sideways, but yeah. we don't foresee tick. Or I said TikTok, but uh, we don't foresee Twitch going sideways tomorrow. But we could all wake up tomorrow with emails as creators going, "Hey, sorry, it's been a good run, but Twitch is out. You've got you know, at the end of the month, we're dead." Yeah. And we've got to figure out something else, and that's how it always is. You don't own the platform. You don't own the internet, even if you own the platform. And you've got to be able to flow. And I'm going to steal from Gary Vaynerchuk. He put out a great video on this. He's big on TikTok. I mean, he's probably big everywhere, but he he pushes it and he pushes people to do it because that's his thing is always social media. And I'll let you can go research him and figure out why he pushes TikTok. But he said it's the uh, 80-20 principle. You spend 80% of your time creating content on TikTok, pushing it 150%, but the other 20% goes to and you repurpose it and it goes to youtube it goes to linkedin it goes to facebook goes instagram. to twitter instagram so that if this platform ever goes down you're already established elsewhere now maybe you don't have the audience maybe you don't have the following but you still put in the work but that's true but you also have to evolve when you're making content charles look when you brought me onto your network we were using zencaster Right. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a visualization on who was talking. There was no hand raising or signaling of that. It was just straight voice. And we realized, hey, that's kind of shitty. Let's move up to something else. And we keep moving and we're on Zoom now. And who knows? We may be on Discord in a month or two. Right. Yeah. But we're mm -hmm. always evolving to find out what works better and how to get our shit out. Right. Yes. Scotty, you said it. We're on every fucking platform except for um, Stitcher because Stitcher is awful. Nobody should ever go on Stitcher. <laughs> but you put yourself out on different outlets because people consume content differently and you can't control who and how they're consuming your content. Yep. Yeah. I mean, if you look at when Vine died and a lot of those Vine people then went to YouTube, you saw the ones that knew how to evolve and realize, yeah. oh, YouTube is a, and we're saying like, oh yeah, do, do it on everything. But you also need to realize YouTube is a different platform from Vine. On Vine, you are able to get away with a six minute clip and that was their six second clip and that was fine. And with the exception of, I think like maybe ProZD, the only people who came over from Vine who made it were the people who evolved. People like, and I hate to name drop this asshole, but Logan Paul, a mm. guy who said, oh, my my short little skits aren't going to work anymore. I'm now going to, and he basically decided I'm going to live the life of a celebrity and it worked for him and it got mm. him attention. Yeah. Yeah, and, or guys like, um, oh God, what's his fucking name? Uh, Danny Gonzalez who was fun making short little clips on Vine, but then we, when he moved over to YouTube, he quickly said, oh, I can't make these short clips anymore. And so he starts doing reaction videos that people fall in love with. It's a matter of you always have to keep evolving when it comes to this business and you always have to keep yeah. diversifying. I mean, I'm not going to say I do this because it's against Twitch's terms of use, but hypothetically, there may be a website that shoots out a stream to Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, everywhere you can possibly stream it. And hypothetically, <laughs> someone may be able to diversify where they stream to with something like that. That way, if one goes down, you're still going to be able to be found on those three other platforms. Dear Mr. Well, Twitch. <laughs> Dear Mr. Cocker. Uh, <laughs> right. Dear Mr. Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> oh, Dear so, Papa Bezos. <laughs> uh, Paul, you get the last thoughts to take us to the humble bundle. Uh, 
I don't have thoughts about TikTok at all. Okay. <laughs> like it is, it, I'm often willing to put my thumb to the pulse of what's going on, you know, with the youngins, with the youth. But TikTok is just a thing that I was like, yeah, if it gets shared on Facebook, I'm good. But like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna seek it out. So I have no strong opinions about TikTok. I don't give a fuck what happens to it. Yeah. <clears throat> that I'll said. Oh, no, go ahead. No, you go. I'm just, it scares me a lot, TikTok failing, because a lot of the friends who I have who have. Well, failing and ban is different. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I'm saying, like, when it comes to TikTok basically being taken down, I'm very scared because on Vine, the big selling point was comedy skits. And so Mm -hmm. from that, oh, yeah, you could easily move over to YouTube if you just change a few things. A lot of TikTokers, the most famous stuff they do, they're usually cosplayers mm. doing music videos or lip syncs to quotes from their favorite podcasts. Sure, sure. And and I follow a lot of them, and they do not. They'll have like a thousand followers on Twitter, maybe ten something followers on uh, on maybe YouTube, and so it scares me if TikTok goes down because these people who grew these big followings, I don't know where the fuck they're gonna go. But yeah. it's also a little bit of government overreaching. And if they do this, oh yeah, who Easily. says that they're not coming for your yeah, platform? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, yeah, so that that is the awkward part, right? Like, as you mentioned earlier, Philip, it, you have companies like Tencent that, have, that own majority shares in companies like Riot Games and others. Like, they're, they're everywhere. Like, Tencent, for example, has its hand in production companies now in Hollywood. It has its hand in various gaming companies. So where do you draw the line? Because we know that major Chinese corporations are in bed with the PRC government. And so they're collecting data in video games. They're collecting data from subscription services and everywhere. So it it does seem really weird to me that TikTok is getting singled out as like that it's being considered like an espionage issue that seems like the easiest thing to shut down if google right. and apple say well now we're going to double check your code and make sure you're not like grabbing yeah. data you're not supposed to be grabbing yeah. they do that all the time like that's their terms of service they always have to approve that stuff so how the hell did tiktok ever make it to the marketplace if it was grifting data, it's not supposed to have access to. Well, I don't understand that. Let, let, me, let me, let me, I'm, let me, I'm trying explain. so hard not to go political. I let really me, am. Let me explain <laughs> to you, Paul. Uh, TikTok, it's a good app. It's a great app. Oh, but, uh, but, but what they're doing is they're making me mad. And I just got to get, wow. get rid of them, man. I, I just, you know, good app, good people. They got good content creators. <laughs> but, you know, they, they crossed the line and, and, and I don't want their their Chinese app ruining the youth of America. <laughs> on that note, but we're not what, a political show. What kind of, what kind go, of Chinese... go, go get on the Republic. What was the Republican? They started like a new social media thing. That's fully Republican and that's it. Go to that one. Instead. I'm sure they'll, they'll enjoy your cosplay videos over there. <laughs> so on that note, what uh, kind of Chinese games do we have on humble bundle tonight? <laughs> Jesus. Um, we don't do politics, but in the grim darkness of the 41st millennium, 
there's only war uh we have the warhammer 2020 bundle available through humble this is an awkward bundle for me because i own half of the game so i'm just terrible bundle yeah it's it's the worst bundle uh this one's pretty cool though there's a lot of great games i've played a couple of these uh it has the in the dollar tier you have the classic dawn of war game of the year edition which is an rts game one of the best ever made you have warhammer end times vermintide which was a really critically and publicly acclaimed game that has had a sequel since then uh you have legacy of dorn herald of oblivion which is a uh text-based adventure game that is like a it's a video game adaptation of a novel like a choose your own adventure novel i think uh which is also not available on steam anymore so you can't buy it straight up this is like going to be one of the only ways you can get it uh you have in the beat the average tier you have dawn of war 2 you have sanctus reach you have death watch enhanced edition and battlefleet gothic armada and at the 13 dollars or more tier you get Dawn of War 3, you get Warhammer 40,000 Space Marine, which is a great third-person single-player game, and you get Blood Bowl 2. So go check it out if you're into the grim darkness of the far future, like I am and many others. uh, This has got some pretty neat stuff in it. Very cool. Use our link, support the show. Absolutely, And, and support the charity at the same time. Uh, we we support a charity directly, uh, but you can also pick your own through Humble Bundle, typically. So we like to help out the world, and you help out us in the same time, and these are cool games. So check it out over at giantsizeteamup.com slash breaking the panel. If you'd like to support us directly, you can do that, too, at patreon.com forward slash breaking the panel. We'd love to have your help, and come hang out with us on twitch.tv slash Media on Wednesday nights. We'll be back with one more volume to go with Scotty Moe. Some wrestling. If you want to get in touch with Breaking the Panel, you'll find Charles at Rock God of Pod. Phil is at Imaginary Nomad. Chris is at In All Things Wisdom. And Paul can be found at Soapbox GSTU. If you love the show and just want to support what we do, hit us up at patreon.com slash breaking the panel and you'll help us make this thing each and every week. If you want to watch the show live each week, Go to twitch.tv slash GSTU and follow us to know when we're recording. And if you're looking for more kick-ass shows like this one, go to GSTU.net.